0: David Kaplan
1: and Jonathan
0: Hood. Good morning, everyone! Bring them out, bring them out. out.
1: Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Oh, God! Welcome in to the Kaplan J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With Dion Miller in for cap, I am Jay Hood. We got Jay. We got Jay Moore. We got you for this three-hour ride on a waddle Wednesday. What open phone lines for you? 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 our telephone number. Dion, on loan from Peggy and Dion, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing very it's well. Nice Thank to you. see you. Nice to be seen.
2: Well, I'm glad to be in this morning. Let's get this day rolling.
1: We got a lot to talk about here. Um, there's so much to happen. Love what I saw on the west side last night. That was so exciting. No, I wasn't kicking that. I'm talking about the Bulls. <laughs> I'm about the Bulls. That was, that was fun last night. We'll get to that. Um, and We've got Waddle. Of course, it's a Waddle Wednesday. It's themed a Waddle Wednesday because Tom's going to be with us at uh, 835 to talk about the Super Bowl, the Bears, and everything else in between.
2: That's awesome. Now, are we his alarm clock? Like the wake-up call?
1: He's an early riser. Oh, he is. Oh, o- I love an early riser. Well, Great. He's, a, he's an older man. So, you know, <laughs> and while he's getting up to pee, he decides, I might as well stay up. And get ready for 835.
2: That sounds great.
1: So that, that's why we have Tommy coming up at 835. But, but first, you know, Dion Cap and I have talked a lot about what is going on with the Chicago Bears. And I know that for some of our audience, you're like, oh, my God, the Bears are not in the Super Bowl. And the Bears are not going to play this Sunday. But there's always new information. The reason why that we yeah. talk about what's happening with the Bears is because there's always fresh opinions, not just from us and our listeners, But it's a lot that's coming from experts Mm -hmm. and those that are closer to the Bears or on the inside, and they're trying to tell you now, even though it's Super Bowl week, what is happening with the Bears every day and what they're thinking. And so Adam Schefter talked about it, and a lot of people are talking about it. People are intrigued especially when you're at the top of the draft on what exactly you're going to do.
2: Oh, it's intriguing because they were in this position last year, and they traded it away, a, a, a wonderful trade that Ryan Poles put together for DJ Moore and put them in this position again. I think that's what, to me, is so fascinating. I, I know there have been teams that have picked consecutively or have had that number one pick consecutive years, but the way that he navigated it, and and I argue that they are a better team picking one, then like they shouldn't be picking that high right so yes. so they're in a better position to add a quarterback and and make it and have it have it impact things right away which is another thing that's intriguing right it's not like a carolina situation where you draft Bryce Young and you still have all of this other work to do around him i feel like it's a far different thing which is why the conversation is so much more intriguing i am sort of tired of I'm I'm tired of it too like yeah. I, I'm exhausted by it too I want to know what, what direction to go I think it was Sunday night when Kingsbury was announced as the offensive coordinator in Washington and and it was like oh let the let everybody's conspiracies continue to fly that Caleb Williams, that the commanders are going to trade up so they can get that one picking. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do this for another 12 weeks of my life.
1: Like oh, I just I can't do it. Look, no, I, I totally get that. And just, you know, we're always have, I would say let's pull the curtain back, but the curtain's always back on Captain J Hood. So there is no curtain to pull back. It's, <laughs> it's just open the entire it's time. It's just wide no, ass open. That's how the curtain <laughs> is, right? There is no pulling back the curtain. But just for our listeners, again, I, we do not apologize for the Bears' coverage. First of all, we're the home of the Bears at one. But two, I think that people have to realize that the Bears at number one, as far as the draft is concerned, and what they will do in free agency, is not just talked about here. I have friends of mine that are producing and hosting right now in Las Vegas at the Super Bowl. And they're talking about San Francisco and Kansas City and that mm-hmm. storyline, sure. But they're also talking about the Bears yes. because they're at the top of the draft. And I think even last year, if you recall, many were talking about the Bears saying, okay, this is the team that's going to break out because they have the number one pick. They traded to get DJ Moore. And they felt that there would be a breakthrough with the Mm -hmm. Chicago Bears team. So even on the shows over our shoulder here, the get-ups and and all the shows um, that are on television – There's always on the bottom of the line, there's Greenberg or or Stephen A. Smith or whomever, on the bottom line, the lower third, Bears, what should they do with the number one pick? So it's not like this is just something that we do here. Everyone, not only here, but also in Las Vegas right now, are talking about what the Bears could do, what they should do, how can they get over the hump?
2: Well, there are reporters from our fine city in Las Vegas Asking those questions of the participants of the Super Bowl, which continues to keep it at the forefront of what we're talking about. And it's interesting to see their responses. It's interesting to see what people say about what the Bears should do.
1: Yeah, I mean, and keep, keep in mind, spring training right around the corner for the Cubs and the White Sox, and we we're talk about the Bulls later on. But the point is, though, is that everyone's wondering about the Chicago Bears. Not like polarizing like the Dallas Cowboys, but people are just curious on how the Bears will handle this. And so Adam Schefter was on Waddle and Sylvie yesterday. If you missed it, go into the archives of the ESPN Chicago app. Click Wild and Sylvie and check out the podcast and so you can hear it in its entirety. We have cuts for you like this one. Would the Bears still receive a big haul if they deal the number one pick to Washington because Caleb Williams, you know, quote-unquote, won't play for the Bears?
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I don't even know what you guys have discussed as potential compensation. Uh, but to me, it's at a minimum of two ones. Ooh. Start there. Minimum. Yeah, because Yurko was, like, throwing at us, like, a third, like, because it's only one spot. We said, screw that. that Like, you get the world. Yeah. I don't care that it's one spot. It's, It's one spot for one allegedly generational talent. And if he is what people say and you love him and you are the Bears and you're giving up the right to go pick this guy for whatever reason... Then, then you're going to be and should be compensated.
1: Okay, Dion. there's more from Adam wow. Schefter here, but would you still re- uh, receive a big haul if the, you doubt the number one pick to Washington because Caleb Williams, you know, quote-unquote, won't play for the Bears? Okay, well, well, of course you would. Of course yes. you would. Yes. If, if, if the Bears decided, and I don't know why they would do this, but if they looked at Caleb Williams and they did their due diligence and there was something in his past or his present they did not like and they felt like, yeah, he wouldn't be a fit for the Bears here, even though he's got a great ability. The guy can run with the football. He's got a can of an arm. They say that this could be the next Andrew Luck dot, 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 or mm-hmm. whatever young quarterback that came through the Pico over the last 10 years. If they found something they didn't like, yeah, Caleb Williams wouldn't be a Chicago Bear. So, But I don't know if we're going to get that, and that's why I'm just locked in on the Bears passed on it last year, the quarterback class. You're not going to do that two years in a row.
2: I don't think so either. No. And and I don't think they're going to get that. Everyone that has talked that knows Caleb and has spoken about his character has has talked a lot about his leadership, about the kind of guy he is, his work ethic. Lincoln Riley was on the Pat McAfee show this week, and he talked about what a great guy he is and and how he has navigated all of this and kind of stayed a little bit quiet. And they were talking about when he talks, it's news. If he's not talking, it's news like he's navigated a lot for a young guy. And they and. I think he does have a lot of those leadership qualities that the Bears are looking for.
1: There's always going to be a team out there that says, uh, you know what, we just need a quarterback just to solidify our team. A desperate general manager, a smart general manager, an infrastructure that works. Either way, there's going to be a team that says, you know, I can use Justin Fields. We can accentuate the positives and hide the negatives in his game. We can be able to give him... The, the wide receivers, tight ends, the running lanes, good offensive line, for him to be able to flourish, uh, you know, Fields 2.0, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And so Adam Schefter was asked, uh, what is the Fields trade market like?
0: I think it would be limited to a certain extent, but it really doesn't matter if it would be limited because if there were just a couple of teams, and I think there could be, then that's all it takes. So, you know, it doesn't take something where you need – 18 teams all vying for services, if there are a couple, and like I said, I think there could be, uh, then, then it becomes something that becomes relevant. And we'll see whether or not it happens.
3: Do you believe
0: they would get a second-round pick for Justin Fields? Definitely. Definitely? I, definitely. I think, I think they might get a one. Ooh, really? I do, yeah. Who may be willing to give up that one if you had to? Spin the wheel and make it stop somewhere. Right. Well, just look at all the teams that need quarterbacks. Put them all on a piece of paper. And <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you give me a team that needs
1: quarterbacks. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. I know. So, without saying, and all yes. you need is
2: one. All you need is one. You don't need like four or five teams to be No. You need one. One GM to say, I see in him, or one coach to be convincing to his GM, like we can. We can use him. We can fix him in whatever capacity
1: it, you need to. That's what it is. I can fix him. Yeah. I know that this is the elixir that can help our football team. Without saying it, and Schefter won't do that because he's he's so wired into the league. He won't put won't any other teams on the bus. But he says look around the league for teams that need quarterback. Pittsburgh,
2: mm-hmm. Atlanta, mm-hmm. You know,
1: there's teams of that nature Yeah, New England. There's a number of teams that, that need a quarterback that you say, okay, we can be able to clean him up or clean up his game or he fits what we do.
2: Yeah, and, and Justin, I, I'm still not convinced the Bears are parting ways with him, but if they do, I, I think that he could use that fresh, like, view of things. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, he could use that change, and it would help his game also.
1: Well, I mean, listen, here's what's, what's not going to happen. As far as I could tell, it's not going to be Justin Fields and Caleb Williams on the same roster. Uh, no. So, I mean, you may not be convinced that's going to happen, but I think that between now and we get to the draft, there's going to be, at least from what we can feel, that there's going to be a deal in place. You know, there's very few that have brought this up, that they would like to see Caleb Williams and Justin Fields on the same team for Fields to be able to have someone that he could battle in camp. But that's, that's something that you and I have seen a lot mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's happening here because of the compensation that you could be, that you could be able to get from a team.
2: Yeah, but also, just just their personalities. Like those, if if they the Bears are all about so, wanting someone to be a leader and someone to be that kind of like alpha guy, that got, uh, they're not going to want to be options. They're yeah. going to want to be the guy. Right. I, they, you know, Caleb Williams is is going to be frustrated coming in and feeling like, wait a minute, like I, I can do this. I don't need to be battling somebody. I know, but and Fields would feel the same way, correct?
1: But yes, but we have seen examples as of late. I mean, Mahomes did not start. At the beginning of his career, right, right, I just had to sit. Now th- there's a philosophy in that, in which you bring in a a, a quarterback, first pick, ninth pick, fifteenth pick, and you say you're going to learn, you're going to wait. The whole thing with Trubisky, Trubisky didn't start right away. They brought in Mike Glennon, <laughs> they brought Mike Glennon in, and, and that that didn't work.
2: Right, right, but you have to have the right veteran starter in front of a young quarterback to use that kind of model. You can't bring parade out Mike Glennon and pay him $18 million and sit there and convince us all, this is Mike's year. I agree. Oh, stop it. I, I agree. Like, and and, and what, is, what is Mitch learning from Mike Glennon? Exactly.
1: Well, I mean, ultimately, you wanted Mike Glennon in there because he could see over the line more so than a quarterback because he, he had a, a, a giraffe's uh, neck. neck. So exactly. That's why. Well, stre- yes, but that's
2: not a learned hey! trait. That's not a learned trait. You can't teach someone how to see over. You can't? The defense. You can't. You can't grow your it a, neck. It was a, it was a
1: draft there. It did not
2: he work. He taught Mitch how to be a backup quarterback. That's what he
3: taught him. Oh, <laughs> Dion De- makes a good point because I always hear, why can't we do what the Packers do? Right. Well, you don't have Brett Favre yes. right. to is put in front of Aaron Rodgers. And you don't have Aaron Rodgers to put in front of Jordan Love. Correct. You can't right. just do it with anyone. Like The Patriots tried to do it when Tom Brady was, uh-huh. they thought, entering the twilight. And drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. And they were going to have Jimmy Garoppolo sit for three seasons behind Tom Brady, and then he would have taken the job. But spoiler alert, Tom Brady was Leo in Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't effing leaving.
2: <laughs> Correct. Mm-hmm. So it didn't work. So was it?
3: But you, you, Dion's right in that you have to have the great quarterback in place first if you're going to go that route.
2: Who was in front of Patrick Mahomes? Was it Alex, Alex Smith. Smith?
3: Yeah, Alex
1: Smith. You recall.
2: Yeah. I Alex remember. Smith. Yeah.
1: So that that's why that, that does not work. The reason why I brought that up is because that's not going to be a thing here. No,
2: it's not going to be a thing here. It's going to be one so, or the other. Yes.
1: It looks like that they're not going to pass up on the quarterback class twice. So, Shay, let's open the phone lines this morning. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, our phone number for you, the Bears fan. And, again, this is not something that – Not just us talking about it, but friends of mine in Las Vegas, they're hosting shows right now. at Radio Row and producers as well are bringing this up along with the Super Bowl conversation. So let's ask this. What's the best trade for the future of the Bears? What's the best trade for the future of this team? Is it a first-round pick for Justin Fields or multiple first-round picks for Caleb Williams? Let's talk about that, and we'll hear more from Adam Schefter as well, who's owned Wadland Sylvie. But let's get your calls in here about a first round pick for Fields. Think about that as you drive. Or multiple first round picks for Caleb Williams. What's best for the Bears, in your viewpoint? It's Captain Jay Hood on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Checkmate 16, landing suppression on target. That's why I see him in the shot.
0: Shot or no shot with Captain. On ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him
3: in the show.
1: Good morning and welcome in to the Cap and J-Hood morning show on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with Dion Miller and for Cap. I am J-Hood. It's a Waddle Wednesday on the Cap and J-Hood morning show. We'll hear from Tom coming up at 835. And we got the phrase that pays. We're going to hook you up with an opportunity to have the Super Bowl all taken care of. Brought to you by Lou Malnati. But first... Shot or no shot. And it's brought to you by...
3: That would be ESPN Bet, now live in Illinois. Sign up today to bet the big game this weekend. New users get $100 in bonus bets on any sports book bet. We say good morning to Shea W. Norling. Good morning, Hoodie Dion. Great to have you in this morning with Kaplan's and Durham oh enjoying a, some quality time going to the Duke game.
2: Can I say what uh, someone just tweeted at us, which I think is so great. What's that? He says he thinks we're onto something huge here. Shea should be the AI voice of everything possible. Yes. Just imagine ah. the CTA, the next bus stop, is Belmont. And instead, you get this voice of Shay yelling, no, you're stop.
1: <laughs> yes, because it's demanding. And by the way, it gets people's attention. Get hey. out. Yeah,
3: That's <laughs> right. Time to go. <laughs> you think you're going to fall asleep on this train? <laughs> Got another thing coming. Get off, oh of the, my get off of
1: the of the plane now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Leave. That's nothing wrong with that. Got to get people's attention,
3: Dion. That's yep. what we are do in this world.
1: Uh, you're right. Shot or no shot. Here's Shay Norling. Shay?
3: Yeah, also remember we're hooking you up. Your Super Bowl party, $250 Lou Malnati's gift card. Just oh. be listening. When Paula Dean tells you she's I loving... Yeah. I love rubbing. I love rubbing it. When you hear that full drop at any point throughout the show, Caller 10 will get a $250 gift card to Lou Malnati's. They'll take care of your Super Bowl party.
1: Here's Shay Norley. Shay,
3: very excited about that. Uh, All right, Adam Schefter told Waddle and Sylvie yesterday he thinks the Bears can get a first-round pick for Justin Fields. We know there are always desperate GMs in the league, and the most desperate right now to me would be Terry Fontenot of the Atlanta Falcons. Fontenot's been through his first head coach, just fired Arthur Smith. He believes he has the weapons in place. He's used top draft picks on Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan Robinson, and he's whiffed badly on his biggest quarterback swings in Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. Shot or no shot, Ryan Poles could fleece the Falcons.
1: It's a shot. It's a shot. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the reason why is because, again, they're trying to figure out who they are. The Ritter thing did not work. They do not have a quarterback in the pipeline. And so, yeah, that's a shot that they can get a number one pick and more mm-hmm. from the Falcons. I think that's a shot.
2: Is, you think that it is like fleecing them because you don't think Justin is worth that?
1: I just think that they would go above and beyond to be able to find, get the quarterback get the, right. Get the quarterback right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first time since I'd Matt say, Ryan. I'd
2: say it's a shot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, For sure.
1: First time since Matt Ryan. And
2: it's a feel-good. Bring him home. It's a feel-good moment. Oh, sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, that's part I of it mean. as well. No, there's. I said earlier that there's always a desperate team that mm-hmm. needs to be able to get this done. A GM that feels like he's at the end or a head coach that just wants to get off to a great start. There's always a storyline with this, Dion. And so I just think, yeah, that's a shot that they could do that with the Falcons. We've made that parallel. I said Steelers. I said Falcons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A number of teams need a quarterback. Why not, Justin, if that's the direction
3: the Bears are going?
2: Well, what the Falcons have been through, like just being bad as they've been, they are in that desperate situation mm-hmm. to make a move like that.
3: Well, and Terry Fontenot's got to be feeling like he is close to getting fired. Mm-hmm, right. Once you have to fire your first head coach, it's only a matter of time. You got to get it right quickly or you're done. So I feel like desperation is bad cologne, man. Ryan Bulls might be able to smell it on him a little bit. Shay? All right. uh, Reports have surfaced ahead of tomorrow's NBA trade deadline. The Bulls are down to just one untouchable player, Kobe White. That means, based on reports, everyone else, including Alex Caruso, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Patrick Williams, and Andre Drummond, everyone on this roster – Up four grabs at the deadline. But they won last night. Big win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Come back down 23 in the second half. But they came back and won an overtime behind 30 points in the second half from Kobe White. Has some people concerned they might not do anything again because they believe they can win games against good opponents. Shot or no shot. DeMar DeRozan will be traded this week.
2: I say no shot. I don't think they do anything. I think we anticipate this trade deadline moment. We've been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I think that they will say, well, it's fine. I don't think they do anything.
1: That's too bad. That's too bad. I I could see Michael Reinsdorf being excited and giddy in the box with his arms raised to see that overtime victory. And we'll talk about it in in a little bit, um, the details of that game. But just briefly, I really enjoyed that game a lot that was against a a quality opponent in Minnesota. That's a contender now based on how they play the regular mm-hmm. season and for them to be able to do that down 23 in the game and win that game was exciting. But but I again don't confuse activity with accomplishment.
2: Right. The idea, Correct.
1: I mean it's great that they won that game, but that's that's who the Bulls are to an extent, but and you get them, you know, for the rest of this regular season to playoffs, that's not how they're going to play. I think that they're good, you know, as is. But you just know that the Bulls don't have a move to make. That's one thing we had to point out. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the move to make the add-on? That's what I'm saying. So it should be a shot that DeMar DeRozan has traded because that's an asset that teams want. Teams want DeRozan mm-hmm. and or Caruso, Caruso. Mm-hmm. or both in a package if they can. Look, People will download the box score this morning like, what did Caruso do? If you watch the game, you know what oh. he did. He was but all that's over the who, floor.
2: He's such an impact player for things that don't, for not the numbers that show up on the box. Like, that's who he is.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, again, the way he was out there defensively, the way he was leading the break, you know, getting, causing turnovers, causing havoc uh, defensively, he was fantastic. And what I'm telling you is, is that that should be a shot that DeMar DeRozan should be traded. And it's by the way, people will hear that and think that we're trying to run them out of town. No. no, we're just saying that at some point the Bulls have to figure out who they are. You have to pick a lane. Oh, Standing no. still does is not picking a lane.
2: They've done that though for three years, hoodie. Like we've we've gone to the, to this day, this trade deadline day, and been like, oh my gosh, they're going to make this gigantic. No, then just fizzle. Nothing.
1: It should be a shot, but knowing the Bulls, they were so excited about that game. Now oh, it's fine. It's not fine. It's not fine.
3: When it's, I don't think any fans are holding on to DeMar DeRozan. It's literally just the front office at this point. Like I think the fan base, by and large, would prefer him gone. Not because they don't like him, but it's just the reality of the situation. you got to right. rip the Band-Aid off eventually.
1: Yeah. Not the 100 level at the United Center. Their arm, they were ready for it. They, they thought that this is going to be a move. I mean, because I was excited about the game, too. But I, I know the league, and I know that this Bulls team is less than. Right. This is no, And again, right. this is no shot at Kobe White. There's no shot at DeRozan. Or who's, what I'm saying is, as a collective, it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. That, and there's not a move to make to make it better. So you've got to pick a lane, and you've got to start uh, tearing this down. To try yeah. to rebuild and, I'm yes. just, and by the way I'm not saying build around Kobe White either, I'm not saying that either.
2: no, no, I don't know that I would be making that move either Sorry. but but don't I mean again, what you just said, don't you know confuse activity with accomplishment. yes, Minnesota's good, Minnesota's one of the best team in the West, right? yeah, so that was a huge win for the Bulls, but those two teams play each other ten times. The Bulls maybe win one or two
3: that 100 level boy they were they were, they were into there
2: it. for it oh,
3: boy at this point i would call activity accomplishment too by the way like that that, that team has become a swamp the, the water's been stagnant for 3 years and there's moss growing all over it got algae you got problems time to just do anything mm-hmm. activity at this point would be accomplishment for them shake uh, all right big news in the sports streaming world yesterday fox Warner Discovery and Disney are set to debut a new streaming service that will bundle their live sports options, hoping to become your new home for live sports. So any live sports you get from Fox, places like TNT, Disney, ESPN, they're going to bundle it all in a streaming service and hand it to you. Shot or no shot, you'd rather just have cable back.
2: Yes, not original to me. But someone on Twitter said, there's a word for this. It's called cable. I mean, this is what we just had, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so shot or no shot, you just want cable back. In some ways, it's, that's a shot because the streamlining of it would be so much easier. Because right now, Jonathan Hood, I could tell, not tell you how many subscription services I pay for. I don't know. I really have no idea.
1: <laughs> have you looked through
2: your TV lately? I have. Okay. And we get all of them, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I don't think we have Paramount Plus, but maybe.
1: How's how's BT Plus working lately? Oh no, I don't, don't have good? BET. <laughs> are you sure? You said you didn't know. Boy, I thought you just really I quick
2: know, to say no. That was <laughs> oh, shut up. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I, I do P. have. No way.
0: way.
3: <laughs> do you don't put that on me? No way. <laughs> wow. I
1: mean, you got off of that quickly. On <laughs> <of> BET Plus. <laughs>
2: I don't. I
3: didn't even Boy, know there I mean, was, was a BET plus. That was speedy. Why I don't God. know if there was
2: the i I didn't know there was a BET plus. No what idea. is BET plus giving me? I have,
1: I have no idea what's on my cable. BET plus. No. <laughs> Absolutely not.
2: <laughs> that is not what I said.
1: We'll we'll replay it later. Oh brother! Pretty, I know you will. It was pretty swift.
2: <laughs> was it? Uh, well, <laughs> I just that one. I know because I is that even a thing? It is. Okay. Well I didn't I, it, know that.
1: for once I'm not gaslighting you. That okay. is a thing. And the reason for why months. is <laughs> for once I'm not gaslighting you. <laughs> At least you, you can admit it. Yes, yes. <laughs> that actually is a thing. And I did not know it was a thing until uh until Peacock put it on um. What on did our they air system. on there? Uh, programming. comedies. Program Yeah, that, Like that, new Tyler comedies? Perry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they got stuff. B. T. uncut.
2: Yeah, video. B E T uncut. Okay.
1: Chris Berman's on there.
2: Two African American quarterbacks starting against each other
0: in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February twelfth is Abe Lincoln's birthday.
1: Here we go with the highlights. (laughs) So I mean, I mean, so they say he's on there. He's got his own program, so it's pretty cool. Oh my (laughs) god. It's it's Abe Lincoln's birthday. It's. Stephen A. The brother. He's on there. He's got a program. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's a variety. Mm-hmm. All
2: right. Well, is it showing up in this new conglomerate that they're offering us in the fall of this year?
1: Berman, no. Hopefully not.
2: Well, who knows oh, if it's all sports all the time. <laughs> it's interesting that they threw in True and TBS and TNT yes. for like the NCAA tournament, but, yep. but not CBS. Mm -hmm. CBS is like, no, we're not playing. We've got our own.
3: Yeah, we got Paramount.
2: We got our own system working over here.
3: If all of these companies are willing to get on board with one another, why don't we just get like one of the real big boys, one of the Titans, Amazon, just get all of these people to come together and make an app that is live sports. That's it. Put it all in one place. Then I can get rid of cable we, we and everything else. We had that, and
2: we all, we all got rid of it. Now they're reeling us back in. And I argue I am paying more now in separate streaming services than I ever did for cable because, oh, by the way, my internet... while well, I'm getting really fired up. My internet is also separate, yes. and it's not cheap, well, Xfinity.
1: <laughs> well, I think the bottom line of all of this is is that these streaming services by themselves do not work. They're not lucrative. No, I by themselves it all are the not. No. I, I see it all the time. they They're trying. Mm-hmm. CBS, Disney, ABC... NBC with Peacock, Fox by itself, Warner Discovery, which is all the Turner brand stuff. It just does not work. Mm-mm. They try. They're losing money hand over fist. Yeah. Millions and millions of dollars. It's only because we only have so much bandwidth as a human being. Yes. That's the only reason why. Correct. You will lock in on your favorite show on, on Netflix or on Amazon. Fine. But it doesn't mean I'm going to watch everything all, all at once. Right. I, mean, I have the. I barely have the weekends to watch TV, and if I have a favorite show, I'll binge watch or I'll watch that show. But I can't watch everything. No, and so that's the thing. Like when you when you stretch it thin like that, that's exactly what happens when you lose money. It's like, well, how come people aren't watching these these shows that we built? We just don't have time.
2: There's not time. time. It's just not realistic.
3: you know what sucks is like as much as I want to agree, Hoodie, that Netflix did the thing. They raised their prices and they locked out password sharing. So you Mm -hmm. can't do it anymore. Yeah. You have to have your own account. People thought that was the death knell for Netflix. They'll never survive. Subscriber count went up.
2: Went up. Yes. What does it
3: say about us as a society? We're locked into these things. I
2: know. And yeah, we are. And I remember when Netflix was seven ninety nine a month.
1: Yes, dear lord. It's one. It's one of the few that are that's actually successful. Yeah, where the subscriber number is going up. Now WWE is going to be there in twenty twenty five. Wow, with Monday Night Raw. So wow. so that means more people will say, we'll say we're off the USA Network. Go to Netflix and it's like okay we gotta subscribe. Yeah, gotta subscribe. I still no want to watch it? Yeah. It's
3: like Peacock putting their uh, a college basketball and college football and yes. an NFL playoff game up there on, on there. Right? Do you think people aren't gonna pay for it?
2: And and all these people are saying they're like come on it's only like four ninety nine, and then they reel really, you yeah, in. Next thing you know it's thirty five ninety nine a month, and you're like well. They still have one football game a year. Like, oh,
3: I watched the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Oh, they got episodes of The Office on here. Great. I know.
2: (laughs) Stumble from one thing to the next.
1: And the thing is about the increase, you never see it coming until you you see the bill. Because you just assume. And you forget to unsubscribe. Of course. I got a ton of those, by the way.
2: Oh, same. Same. (laughs) There are several little little services or things that I, I signed up for on the deal and forgot to cancel before they charged me triple what I paid the first time.
1: They get you every time.
2: Every single time. And sometimes I forget until the product shows up at my house, and then I think, oh, I've got to cancel that. But I forget.
1: They got me again.
2: Got me again.
1: Wait, so Waddle Wednesday. We'll hear from Tom Waddle coming up at 835. But first, around the NFL, Super Bowl Stories Edition. Captain Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports.